Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And good Saturday morning to you, Pittsburgh boy. It's uh, been a little while since we had a chance to talk to you. Dan Zangrilli here on your flagship station for Pirates Baseball, 93.7 The Fan. Uh, when will we play baseball, if we even play baseball? Of course, that's to be determined, but it's good to be back on the airwaves with you here uh, for the first time in a long while. I haven't been with you really since uh, we were doing high school football on the AM side of your radio on uh, KDKA 1020, but uh, I certainly hope you're doing as best as you can, both you and your family. I hope, uh, first and foremost, you have your health, and I hope you have your happiness here during these just ridiculous, ridiculous circumstances that we've all been beset with here over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but what we do have is we have each other, we have conversation, and uh, hopefully we're going to be talking a lot of baseball here over the next three hours, even though, uh, again, we don't know when the games are going to be played. And the news that broke less than 24 hours ago as far as Major League Baseball and the Players Association reaching the agreement as it pertains to service time and the circumstances in which a season could potentially start, I'm not sure it really did answer any questions or gives us any concrete answers but then again who has answers at this juncture certainly there are far more questions but uh, nonetheless we're going to keep on keeping on and we will talk baseball here up until 11 o'clock I'll be with you tomorrow as well and we'll try to uh, continue on some of the baseball conversation as well but uh, as I will be with you here Saturday and Sunday mornings for the foreseeable future what I want to do with these shows is not only stay Pirate-centric, if I can, because obviously NFL free agency has really dominated, I think, the airwaves over the last couple of weeks and what the Steelers have been doing. Uh, Pirates should be <laughs> playing game two of 162. Uh, if we were uh, under normal circumstances, this would be Pirates and Rays, second game of the two-game series uh, from St. Pete today, but, but obviously not the case. So we'll try to fill that void with you. We're going to go guest-heavy this morning. And I hope you like the guest list. And uh, we have some pretty good ones, if I do say so myself. Well, this hour, we're going to talk to Todd Tomzik, Director of Sports Medicine for the Pirates. Why are we going to do that? Because as you look at the, the fallout of everything that, that's going on and, and you think about all of the logistics and having to turn the Titanic around potentially on a dime, if and when we say, all right, we're cleared to play baseball. If we get this coronavirus somehow contained some way, how do you mobilize uh, 30 teams, 25 on each roster? More than that, really, when you consider 40-man rosters. And uh, I, I was thinking of the athletic trainers considering you know, how you ramp up to start a season, how you get everybody ready with spring training. I would assume that you would have to have 
the longer that we are out, a second spring training, if you will, right? And, again, what does that look like? How do you figure that out? And how do guys in the interim stay in shape while practicing uh, your social distancing and everything that we need to practice here as American citizens, there's a trickle-down effect on the sports medicine and athletic training side that I want to try to get some insight uh, into from Todd Tomzik. And he's uh, the best in the business. You hear him quite a bit on these airwaves. He is essentially the, the Pirates' front man as it pertains to addressing uh, any uh, and all things injury or uh, athletic medicine related. So he's going to join us just past the bottom of the hour, Todd Tomzik. Well, what you did uh, have an opportunity to enjoy this week, and kudos to all of the networks who are uh, broadcasting and rebroadcasting old games, we had an opportunity, and it was my first opportunity to actually watch the 2013 wild card game. That got a lot of traction on social media. We were able to uh, just relive for me, the best moment of, of my professional life, that 2013 wild card game, which being there that day, right in the thick of things, working on the broadcast before and after, uh, it was surreal. And, and, and I'll share my stories with you as that day uh, kind of transpired what it meant to me. I know it's meant a ton to you. So we had an opportunity to relive it. I'd never watched the wild card game, the telecast, with Ernie Johnson, Cal Ripken, and and Ron Darling, and it was a surreal experience for me to see how many took it in, which was a different lens in which uh, I viewed it. So staying in the uh, the 2013 season here, I think we're all kind of in that, that mood as we'll rebroadcast that game, the radio call, uh, on Tuesday here on 93.7 The Fan, uh, the call with Greg Brown and Bob Walk. Well, Jason Grilly is going to stop by. He'll join us at the top of the hour. He's still living in the Pittsburgh area. He's involved in a number of business ventures as it pertains to youth baseball. want to catch up with him, see what he's doing, because uh, it was great to see that high fastball, the wipeout slider, a grilled cheese time that we were uh, so accustomed to in the ninth inning uh, as he was able to resurrect his career here in Pittsburgh and uh, really solidify what was a shutdown bullpen. Watson, Melanson, Grilly. Before that, John Margomez, Justin Wilson. You could go five innings as a Pirate starter back in the in the heyday with that bullpen that Neil Huntington was able to set up those three years in 13, 14, 15. Uh, Grilly was a huge part of that, and uh, we'll get some of his memories and uh, have him recall October 1st, 2013. So Todd Tomzik, bottom of the hour, Jason Grilly at the top. And then we'll kind of turn our attention to well, what does everything mean for the Pirates as far as this new deal that MLB and the Players Association just struck uh, and some of the ramifications that uh, are going to come out of it? Adam Barry, uh, MLB.com, Pirates.com, Bucko Beat Writer, he stops by at 10 o'clock. But before that, at 9.30, Travis Sawchuk, uh he was formerly the, the Pirates Beat Writer during the uh, the heyday for the Pittsburgh Tribune Review, and he's going to stop by. He's worked for Fangraphs since he left the Pittsburgh market. Now he's working for a, uh, for a number of different publications. He's written his second book, as many of you have probably dug into, and I'm in the middle of it, The MVP Machine, and it's a terrific read because, as we know, uh, anybody that follows baseball, the game has just shifted in such a big way with the technology, the Rapsodo machines, the Edutronic cameras, 
uh, driveline baseball, uh, an academy that uh, is up in in the, the northwest part of the country, has really uh, just taken over the game, and a philosophical shift has occurred. And part of the Pirates' downfall, I think, over the last couple of years is they have been slow to that change, and they've been lapped in the analytics in uh, in what is, I think, a, a what was a surprising surprising uh, turn of events here considering how did the Pirates get to uh, become such a, a prominent team, a cutting edge team six, seven, eight years ago and that was through analytics but the analytics game has shifted and uh, it's gone now the biokinetic route that uh, I think Travis has a, a great pulse on that and uh, I want to get his thoughts on the new Pirates regime and, and Ben Sherrington taking over so Travis Sochik is coming by at 9:30, but in the meantime, you can text us always at 412-928-9370. Again, that's 412-928-9370. And uh, as we kind of soldier on here over the uh, next weeks, months, however long it's going to be, uh, we do urge you to stay with us, but also stay with our sister station, News Radio 1020 KDKA. Uh, you can find KDKA Radio. Uh, on, of course, the AM side at 1020 on our HD2 channel here at 93.7. Or if you'd like, you can also tell your smart speaker to play News Radio 1020 KDKA. Uh, they have everything coronavirus that you need to know and as it pertains to the city of Pittsburgh. So our partners and our sister station at KDKA Radio 1020. Uh, but the news of the day for the last 24 hours is uh, basically... Major League Baseball and the Players Association agreeing to a deal on this stoppage, and if and when we get back up and running, well, uh, how is it going to look? So negotiating for a couple of weeks, really uh, around the clock almost, uh, 80 players got on the phone with the union, and essentially the nuts and bolts of it are that uh, the players will not get paid their full salary, however, they will accrue, which might be more valuable, a full year of service time. And that is really the caveat. The number of days to award free agency, arbitration, and, of course, pension accrual in the event of, of, of a canceled season. However, um, Major League Baseball doesn't have to pay these full salaries. Instead, what they were able to do is get a lump sum and throw that into a pool that will be divvied up among uh, the players in four different categories. So that way you don't have to pay $25, $30 million a year. I mean, there's going to be some big hits that are taken from, I guess, those at the top of the scale, your Garrett Coles, your Mike Trouts of the world. Uh, They certainly are are probably going to be hurting, (laughs) relatively speaking. Um, But anyway... uh, that's the, the big caveat here, and the draft, as you might have caught, in, uh, there, there's a lot of questions as to whether or not that uh, this thing was going to even take place at all, but it looks like they're going to modify it to five rounds, and then from there, uh, there's going to be financial limitations as to what you could do as far as undrafted free agents. Um, a couple of big things that I think have really put the Pirates in a precarious situation here because of their roster construction and where they are at organizationally. Um, and Jason Mackey was on with uh, uh, Pony and Muller yesterday, and he does a great job for us here as a contributor from the Post-Gazette. Uh, he wrote a great piece at postgazette.com that kind of 
lays this all out, but uh, you're Ben Charrington. You're coming in trying to evaluate and, and see what you have and whatever value you do have, particularly on an expiring contract, uh, you're more than likely, considering where the Pirates are, going to look to parlay that into something or someone. And because <laughs> you, you have this service time thing working against you, your Keone Kellas, your Gerard Dysons of the world, uh, Chris Archer, if he were able to turn his season around, uh, in all likelihood, you're going to try to flip these guys at the trade deadline and try to infuse some kind of talent into your organization and get the uh, the head count up as far as quality prospects are concerned, that is essentially well, off the table in some respects. Uh, the longer that you kick this can down the road as far as the start of a season, uh, the more precarious uh, of a situation the Pirates are in, and then you compound that with a draft, uh, you know, five rounds essentially, and then you're handcuffed financially as to what you can do in the in the free agent market. Uh, as far as being able to draft players, uh, really not that great. So that's something that we're going to discuss with Adam Barry coming up. But uh, directly ahead, we'll get you a 2020 sports update. We'll hear from Todd Tomzik, director of Pirates Sports Medicine. Really want to discuss uh, what he's having to go through. I would imagine this is a busy, crazy time that he's having to draw up in the dirt. And, uh, yep, there's no playbook for this one. Dan Zangrilly with you, Saturday morning, Bucko Talk edition. You can always join the program again if you'd like at 412-928-9370. And welcome back to Bucko Talk. Good Saturday morning to you, everybody. Uh, Dan Zangrilly back in the uh, air chair. And uh, it's been a little while. It <laughs> should be Pirates and Rays game two of 162 today, but obviously not the case. I'll be with you uh, Saturday mornings for the foreseeable future. We'll try to get you a, a baseball fix uh just to try to get you by. Uh, tomorrow I'll be with you uh, from 9 until 11, and uh, we're actually going to be joined by A.J. Burnett tomorrow. Looking forward to uh, chatting with the former Pirates right-hander. He is scheduled to stop by at 10.40. An opportunity to reminisce on the uh, 2013 season, but the wild card game in particular with the uh, AT&T Sportsnet uh, airing that game earlier this week, it, it got uh, everybody, uh, you know, with all the feels, and uh, we'll hopefully uh, be able to do that for you here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Tuesday evening, we're going to re-air the uh, wild card game. If you go to 93.7thefan.com, we're actually going to take a number of old Pirates broadcasts and replay them going back to the uh, early 90s, uh, some of the uh, National League Championship Series games and division clinchers that you can hear right here on 93.7. Uh, it was Thursday, which should have been opening day, that we replayed during the afternoon the 1960 uh, World Series Game 7 with Bob Prince on the call. So uh, we are dipping into the uh, vaults, and we are going nostalgic, uh, much like most of the, the networks are. Uh, as many of you may or may not know, one of my uh, other jobs is uh, I'm a broadcaster at West Virginia University, and um, one project that we've been working on, and it's been really well received is uh, we're playing uh, all of the Mountaineer memories, uh, the old bowl games, uh, Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl. We're going to go back to the vault, some old NCAA tournament games, and I know fans have uh, really received it well. I mean, we'll, we'll go way back uh, into the uh, the 80s of the uh, Major Harris days and uh, replay some of those games. And uh, it's been able to, to pass the time and fill the void, and I think uh, this opportunity this time provides us a chance to do a lot of things that we 
don't normally do because games get in the way. And, uh, you know, I was talking to some folks, and, you know, I do a number of podcasts uh, at WVU, and, and, and some people were saying, well, well, what do you do during this time? Is it much harder now that the games have stopped? And, and for me, no, I, I think it's it's a lot easier in that that uh, you want a guest, you want to talk to somebody, it's the time to get them right now because much like the rest of the world, everything has stopped for them. Uh, you, you send out a text message, you're going to get a text back fairly quickly. And uh, everybody is captive and, and ready to go and, and discuss whatever it is they want to discuss. And uh, coming up in just a few moments, we'll chat with Director of Sports Medicine for the Pirates, uh, Todd Tomzig, and what we're going to discuss essentially is what he is going through trying to navigate uh, the uncertain. And really, uncertainty and open-ended timelines is, I think, really a uh, really a tough thing for a director of sports medicine or athletic trainer. And he joins us right now on uh, on Sports Radio 93.7, TT, Brookline's finest, right? Or were you a Beachview guy, Todd? I forget. W- which side of the fence were you on there? <laughs> Good morning, Dan. Uh, actually, I was um, uh, born in Beachview and, and grew up in the South Hills. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, and, and still Pittsburgher here, and uh, and a busy one. I would imagine. You know, a lot of folks are twiddling their thumbs. Uh, they're trying to figure out, uh, you know, what's next. And you, I, I would imagine, you haven't had much free time. I would think that you've been as busy as that you've ever been. Well, you know, Dan. First and foremost, I hope this finds you well. It sounds like you're doing well, and and, and all your listeners, listeners out there, and, and their loved ones, doing well in this in this uncertain time. Um, we're, we're, we as a performance team are finding ourselves just busy in different ways. Um, you know, being physically present with our players is, is at the, is at the very core of what we do. Um, but however, the, in the times of sequestering demands that we adapt. Um, and, and so our ways of connecting with, with these players and staff alike are evolving. So uh, what are you doing, and how are you? Uh, how has your job changed? Because uh, I wanted to talk to you, Todd, because I, I think that you have one of the more fascinating positions during these times. So how, how are things different for you? How they're evolving is, is our conversations uh, are being directed in different ways, uh, meaning we as a performance team, uh, we are monitoring probably, including the minor league players, over 200, 200 players. Uh, internationally, uh, not only domestically here in the United States, and it, it's it's actually creating opportunities of possibility and, and different ways to to learn from each other and learn from the players. Uh, when this first uh, happened and all players were requested to go home, our conversations the the, the days after were in overall general health, how you're doing, how you're feeling, how how's your family doing. Uh, now our our conversations are, are being shifted towards uh, education. Okay, what does sleep mean to you during during this time? Uh, what does a high intensity workout uh, mean to you specifically during during this time? So it, it's it's an opportunity for us to continue to constantly learn from each other. Todd Tomzik, Pirates Director of Sports Medicine, with us here uh, on Bucko Talk this morning on Sports Radio ninety three seven The Fan. As far as timing is concerned, Todd, I, I would imagine there's never an ideal time for a pandemic to, to hit, and I, I don't mean to be flippant about that, but 
the fact that it happened towards the, the tail end of spring training when you're uh, when you're ramping up uh, only for players to, I'm not going to say ramp down because they're trying to keep that intensity level up. Uh, is this a pretty inopportune time for, for that to happen, or was it a, a good time, all things considered? No, it's a great question. That That's a topic that uh, we are constantly, as an organization, not only our performance team, but um, our coaching staff uh, alike are, are having around most of our guys are built up to, or excuse me, starting pitchers are built up to four innings, um, and, and now they're basically playing catch every day, throwing off the slope once or twice a week, uh, albeit the intensity is significantly down. So that, that's something that, that's ongoing. That's something that uh, we are uh, are trying to get our, our, our team around of, of what that looks like. But the, the biggest question is the unknowns. When does it resume? So what we have done in regards to the pitching is we're breaking this up into two-week cycles. So every two weeks, uh, we, we with the pitching coaches led by Oscar Marine and Justin Message uh, are throwing out um, ideas and thoughts of, of throwing volume for the guys. And then once that two weeks lapses, uh, if we don't have any more clarity of when we're going to resume, um, we'll get back to the drawing board and, and, and see what, what works best. What we want to avoid is the fact that um, – you want you don't want you want to avoid these spikes. The, you want to make sure that it's it's even keel through this time of through this time of unknowns for when we have to ramp up. Uh, our guys are ready. So uh, you, easier said than done, right? In, in a pandemic where everybody also has to social distance themselves, and I'm, and one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on the air here is because you flip through Twitter and you see you know all of the the big time follows the flat ground app, and uh, you know I. I couldn't help but chuckle. Our, our old buddy Jared Hughes, right? He, he's in his backyard and he's throwing to essentially an inflatable thing that you know that you would like actually, you know, the, the old inflatable with, with the with the net in it that when you were six years old that you got for your your birthday. That's what he was throwing to, and of course, you know, his his two seam fastball popped the thing and it broke. And uh, I mean, guys don't have throwing partners. They're literally throwing baseballs up against a, a block wall. So that's got to be challenging, trying to literally find somebody to work with because you can't go to a big exercise facility where there's, you know, a bunch of a bunch of people to work out with. <laughs> no question. I saw that as well, and and I've read this numerous times through this pandemic. It's a pandemic of possibilities, and the athletes that we get to work with, are some of the greatest adapters in the world. I mean, these are the elite of elite of baseball players. And and how they're using their creative minds has been fascinating to watch. It's been fascinating to, to talk to. Um, you know, the, the level of humanity that, that these professional athletes are showing across the board. Uh, just look what our players did in, in our community of Pittsburgh. Um, it, it, it's been refreshing in, in this time of uncertainty. Um, and yes, there's many challenges of, of what the limitations are uh, for these guys to work out in, uh, but these are only some of the few uh, limitations that our, our world is faced with. And watching these men uh, get creative and working out with their families and on their farms and, and in the backyards and being kids again um, is it, refreshing. So uh, what are some of the unique things that some pirate players are doing? I, I would think that... Uh... You know they're trying to make the most of this to to be able to stay in shape, um, and with that creativity, probably spawns a couple of good stories. You have any of those? 
Absolutely. As, as we're learning, as we're watching and listening, you know, I've seen, we've seen players um, working out with their kids and, and, and having their kids really push their physical limitations, using their bodies, uh, identifying new ways that they can move their bodies um, from farms, uh, players that live on farms. It kind of reminded me of uh, the movie Rocky IV and, and, and Rocky Balboa's training training in, in, uh, in Russia in those times and just being creative and, and utilizing what they have around them uh, is, is really key in this time and being transparent, being open. Um, uh, guys up in the Northeast that don't have facilities to throw, getting a weighted sock, uh, putting weights in a sock, and that's their weighted ball. They don't have someone to throw with. They don't have a net. They don't have an inflatable um, a device like Jared Hughes uh, had. But, but really tapping into the creative juices has is, is been fun to, to watch. So uh, it's kind of a hypothetical here, Todd. You know, say baseball starts in June, July, August, whatever it is. Todd Tomzik with us uh, director of sports medicine for, for the Pirates. How long do you think it takes to turn things around? In other words, spring training 2.0, what does an athlete, position player, pitcher need to be ready for the intensity of a regular season game? It's a great question, Dan, and those conversations are ongoing uh, at the commissioner's office, uh, with the Players Association, each organization. Uh, there's going to be a sufficient amount of time for these guys uh, to get ramped up and ready. I, I think what we as a performance team are always discussing and, and, and a hitting coach and, and our pitching coaches is these guys could potentially be playing into October, November. And, and you're talking about a, a 10, 11 month span of, of playing. And, and that's something that their bodies aren't used to. They're, they're not adapted to right now. Um, and not so much for this year, but how that'll shorten the off season and going into next year. So we're, we're always, we're always brainstorming around ideas of what that looks like. And, and our, it's a team sport baseball, but it's a, it's a group of individuals. So we, we have to take that into consideration as well. Um, and streamline these, these workouts for pitchers, starting pitchers, relief pitchers, uh, for middle infielders, for corner infielders, for outfielders, for catchers. So, there's a lot of variables at play, um, and it's definitely been um, it, it's been interesting and it's been fun at the same time to to put our put our um, collaborative resources together to, to see to see what works best for for all. What's the most challenging variable that you've had to face here that you just don't know uh, about? Like you know, there, there's a lot of things that you have to adapt to, Todd. And I'm curious what has been the one that has been like, wow, th- this is this is the one. Basically, keeping keeping track uh, of the general health uh, because in this pandemic and with obviously the CDC has their their very um, rigid and outlined guidelines of of what to do. Each county uh, throughout the the world and, and our nation has has slightly different uh, protocols and procedures. So trying to understand where the hot spots are in the country and, and where our players potentially are and how to um, navigate through some of the pitfalls if and when um, they need medical attention. 
Todd Tomczyk with us, uh, Director of uh, Sports Medicine, talking about uh, kind of the, the fallout of everything that's going on and the prominence that uh, sports medicine uh, athletic trainers play uh, in trying to help everybody, the players in particular, navigate this. How much of a voice, and, and I, would, I think that your colleagues and there are people in, in positions of power in your field that are being heavily consulted and their voice throughout this whole process, whether it be with the union and Major League Baseball, uh, they they have a lot to say about this, don't they? Yeah, we're we're fortunate um, not only in, in professional baseball but professional sports to tap into all the different resources throughout throughout the leagues and our counterparts. Not only in the uh, in Major League Baseball, but NBA, NHL, NFL. Uh, we, we reached out to, to all those uh, those leagues as well, and we're getting great guidance from the commissioner's office and, and their infectious disease doctors. Uh, we're getting great guidance from the Players Association, um, our partners, local partners there at Allegheny Health Network. They're infectious disease experts. It's it's truly been a collaborative approach in this time of unknown. Um, there, there. This is a new norm. There are no right answers as things are rapidly changing and, and rapidly invo- uh, evolving. Uh, so, having an open mindset, uh, being transparent, and, and being collaborative is, is what we're all learning. Um, is working best in this time. So is this more of a, I don't want to say precarious time, but is this a harder time to navigate for pitching as opposed to position players? I think they're, they're, they're equally different. You know, um, pitchers are, are more routine oriented. Um, so, um, by nature, they starting pitchers, for instance, throw every fifth day in a game and, and once in between they throw off the slope um position players they they just come ready every day and and they're, and they're ready uh, with their routines so they're the position players their volume is equally as important um to, to monitor and to track because in spring training some some of these guys were up to a thousand swings and some of them were maybe a quarter of that or half of that and trying to balance what they're doing now is what they were doing in, in spring training. Um, but there's many different ways to, to do that. Um, and it, there's different ways and different methods and, and different ideas that, that everybody is, is, is gravitating towards that, to work, that works best for them. So would this be more, I guess, of an off-season program, or is this more of an in-season program, a combination thereof? Because you really you don't have a, you can't put a label on what this is, whether it's more an off-season thing or, or, or are they in-season, so to speak? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great question, Dan, and that's something that we, we talk about often. It's, it's, it's a hybrid. It's not the off-season. It's not spring training. It's it just, there's kind of stuck in the middle and, and we are, we're, we're wondering about what this looks like in a 12-month um, if you know you, you plot it out over a graph and what their training looks over a 10 to 12 month period, and, and how that's going to going to affect them, and we don't want them to peak too soon or not peak enough um, during during this pandemic time. Data is obviously every day, every year, becoming Todd more and more prevalent to uh, what you do and how you do your job. Are you able to use that and to deploy that here because of just uh, all the logistical things and everybody being scattered about across the country? And if you are, how, if at all, has it been modified? 
You know, technology is a, is a is a blessing and a curse sometimes. Um, in this in this instance, in this time, it's it's definitely it's we're really utilizing technology as an advantage. Um, every time a guy throws, or every time off the slope, or or is making some mechanical adjustments uh, that 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 the coaches and the players were working on in spring training, it can now be um, videotaped distantly wherever they are. And the video and the film can be can be broken down, uh, and then you can have uh, some type of, of 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 meeting, whether it's Zoom or whatever social media interface you decide to use, and, and you can you can have a a one on one session with these guys. Um, you know, there there's all the different technologies out there, from the Rapsoda to the Pitch Logic baseball that measures the spin rate to the to, to velocity to you know um, modus sleeve that that has that counts the number of 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 throws. So there's a lot of different things that, that we can engage in. Um, but with any technology, you have to ask the questions of what, what's it going to do. And in, and in this instance, with, with the distance that is, that is upon us from not being able to be with our players, it's really um, monitoring their, their intensity, monitoring their workload through, throughout this time. So, guys, you're mounting the Rapsodo uh, cameras up uh, to the barn door as, as they get their side work in, if you will, huh? <laughs> if they have the opportunity, uh, yes. <laughs> well, fascinating times, uh, Todd. And that's why I wanted to bring you on to kind of shed some light into how guys are, are managing, because this is really important how they manage this time, because uh, if the shoe drops and it's like, okay, we're going to get ready. Uh, everybody has to mobilize and essentially be ready. And that preparation obviously is key and, and you're uh, on the front lines of that. So we appreciate you joining us here on Bucko Talk and uh, shedding some light. And uh, we'll be catching up with you here hopefully sooner rather than later. Absolutely, Dan. Uh, stay safe. All right, you do the same. That's Todd Tomzik, Pirates uh, Director of Sports Medicine. Uh, interesting. Interesting times for sure that the Pirates uh, and he and, and the players and all of Major League Baseball is in. And uh, wanted to peel the curtain back a little bit on some of that. Let's pause right now for a 2020 sports update. Stay with us. You're listening to Bucko Talk. I'm Dan Zang, really here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. The morning is going well, all things considered. Dan Zang, really back with you here on 93.7 The Fan, flagship station for the Pirates. Hey, uh, today clouds, perhaps a few sunny breaks with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm around, warmer. You'll get up to 73 today, and tonight cloudy with uh, mild temperatures, a couple of showers, and even a heavy, gusty thunderstorm low will get down to 60. So the weather is starting to break, and i uh, seen a lot of folks uh, out for their walks while uh, maintaining their social distancing, and it's... Uh, it's a wild time for sure. Hey, a fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Sun's service department is open for all of your automotive needs. With pickup and drop-off available, you can go to sunchevy.com for details. Special thanks to Todd Tomzik uh, for stopping by the program, Pirates Director of Sports Medicine. Uh, interesting times for sure as uh, how athletes have to stay ready at the go, um, in baseball in particular, because what are you now? Are you kind of in off-season mode or... Are you in season? How do you ramp up the intensity to be able to be um, as effective a- as you want to be? What is spring training 2.0 going to look like if this thing does get underway here? Uh, there are some measures and protocols in place that Major League Baseball and the Players Association, if you did not catch the news yesterday, were able to agree to. But when you look at the uh, when you look at the, some of the caveats that uh, 
the conditions that must be met in order to play games, you wonder if these caveats essentially ensure that baseball will not be played. So Jeff Passan has been really leading uh, on, on the breaking of news here as it pertains to this. And uh, again, this story less than 24 hours uh, old. Uh, the following conditions essentially have to be met in order to play games. League and the Players Association agreed to, first off, that there are no bans on mass gatherings that limit the ability to play in front of fans. So uh, players want fans in, in the ballpark. Secondly, uh, you've got to factor in the travel restrictions. You can't have any of those. Um, and the medical experts have to determine that games won't pose a risk to the health of, uh, of the teams and fans. So you have a lot of boxes that have to be checked, and that's going to be the, the difficulty. You've got to go three for three here, able to resume the games. And the likelihood of that happening, man, that's tough. So I guess the next question became the service time issue and how and, and if you're going to play or pay players. And they were able to get on the other side of that and figure that out. So service time, yep, the players are going to get that. So if Josh Bell, Brian Reynolds, Kevin Newman, in this case uh, Jamison Tyone, even though he's injured, uh, they're all going to accrue that, that year of service time. Uh, Jason Mackey brings up a great point. Uh, you know, you talk about the Keone Kellas of the world, the Gerard Dysons, the Chris Archers of the world, uh, veteran players that you're hoping would have had really productive first halves. And depending on where the Pirates are at in the standings, you've got an opportunity to parlay that into infusing some, some better talent into your organization. Well, that is essentially off the board. And in the best-case scenario, it's in a modified form that you're probably not going to be able to maximize it to its fullest potential. And when you're in the situation that the Pirates are in, uh, that is perhaps more valuable than anything, maybe even more valuable than losing a particular service time year uh, from one of your, your younger players. So, uh, boy, th this agreement that was this struck by Major League Baseball and the Players Association, it, it really didn't do the Pirates a ton of favors. Mackey brings up a great point, and, uh, you know, there's the, the, the big concerns that the Pirates have that, that I just sort of laid out, but also, uh, like a Nick Birdie, what do you do with him? Because he hasn't thrown a baseball in essentially over a year, and he's been injury-prone, but clearly has electric stuff. How do you evaluate him when you're making a, a decision on him? Because if I'm not mistaken, he's going to be ARB1, uh, at season's end, so obviously the big payday, and uh, relatively speaking, um, you know, there's a lot of decisions and, and trickle-down effects, dominoes that are going to fall here because of, of everything that is going on, and now that this deal has been struck, it sort of does paint the Pirates into a corner, and we haven't even really gotten into the draft per se, which we will discuss uh, at the uh, bottom of next hour, 9.30, Travis Sochik, uh from uh, formerly at Fangraphs and Tribune Review. He's uh, the author of The MVP Machine. want to dive into his book a little bit and some of the, the details in it and how that has just changed development and player evaluation and how you can turn things around so quickly if you use uh, the, the newfound cutting-edge technology at your disposal, like the Minnesota Twins were able to do. 
They won 78 games in 2018, and we all know that uh, they had one of the best years in, in all of baseball, franchise of the year in many respects, the Twins. And large part of that was new technology and a different uh, subset of data that they were able to use. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.